This podcast is presented to you by Pastor Jason Burns and Access Church in Lakeland, Florida. For more information, visit access.tv. Access Church family, how are you feeling today? I think you could do just a little bit better, family. How are you feeling today? That's what I'm talking about. I like it. So good to see everyone. Good morning. Welcome to church. If you're online with us, I got to say this. As always, we love you, and we're so glad that you're with us. Church family, one big time. Can we make some noise for our online family this morning? Glad you're with us. You can find everything that you need, your message notes included, access.tv slash info. It's there for you. Family, I've been enjoying this uh, sermon series entitled Details, and if you've missed any of the weeks, I would encourage you to go back and, and, and maybe watch those. Uh, I've had a fun time preaching them, so I hope you've had a fun time receiving and hearing them, but it's been incredible. We've been talking about small things that make a big difference, and today is going to be another good one, I hope, I pray. So let's pray right now, and then let's get started. Jesus, we love you. Thank you for this moment. Now we pray that you would do something so cool. Speak to us, challenge us, change us, so that when we leave, we look a little bit more like you. We love you. And everybody said? Amen. All right, here's something I know about everybody in this room. There are things that bring you comfort. For everybody, there are things that bring you comfort. So, let me explain. When you go to sleep tonight, I know that it's already, it's morning time. Who's ready for a nap already? Anybody? Okay, me too. <laughs> that's half the whole people. Okay, I'm ready for a nap right now, but I know this. There are some of us in the room, when you go to sleep tonight, this is what you want the environment of your room to look like. Like, just like this, like in an igloo. Like some of y'all keep the AC so low, that is crazy. And so make some noise if you're one of those people. Come on, make, be proud about it. All right. Yeah, so th- that brings you comfort. So, all right. And then there are some of you, you're, you're kind of like me. It's like, I don't want it roasting, but like I could do a, a nice 75. Like anybody, is, is that too hot? I, okay, yeah, yeah. I could do 75 with a ceiling fan or something like that. All right. But that brings us, that brings people comfort, right? There are some of you, when you go home, what's going to bring you comfort is if your house looks like this. Check this out. Your house looks like, if this is your house, you feel, you feel good. Make some noise if this is you. Come on. Oh, dirty people. Okay. No, I'm playing. Uh, some of you, you're, you're like, you know what? I'll get to it when I get to it. And so, you know what? I'm okay living like this. Like somebody, can you be proud about it? Make some noise right there if that's you. There's some people, that's just how you roll. Hey, it brings you comfort. And that, it, it, it is what it is, as, as we would say. All right. There are some people, when you wake up, tomorrow morning's Monday, you're going to wake up before you leave your bedroom. Some of you, it's going to bring you great comfort to make sure that your bed looks like this. Who's this? Make some noise. If th- these are my people. This is, I grew up like this. You, you got to do that. And some of you have resolved that if I'm going to get into bed about 16 hours from now, I might as well just stay looking like this. Come on. Uh, I need to pray for all of you that meet me in the back after. I would love to say a prayer. This is crazy, but, but this brings people comfort. Okay, last one. Last one. Tomorrow's Monday morning. I said that, and so you'll be at work, and some of you, this is how you want your desk to look. You know, you want, you want every, if, if your desk looks like that, you can function, you can do what you need to do, and then there are some of you that are like, I know where everything's at. It's organized chaos, and it looks like this. <laughs> because the reality is, listen, there are things that bring all of us comfort. Matter of fact, I'll say it like this. There are systems and structures in our world um, that are set up for our comfort. It's normal. It's natural. That, that's just how it is, you know, physically. 
I would say this, though, church family, that spiritually it is a little different, that, that our spiritual life is not necessarily set up for our comfort. There's things that are just a little bit different. As you read the scriptures, what you'll see is that the people that are used by God oftentimes, many times, 100% of the time, are called out of their comfort zone in order to be used by God. I don't know about you, but I want to be used by God. And so I know that that means I'm going to have to get uncomfortable sometimes. And, and I know this about you. I know that you want to be used by God. And so you are saying that you want to be uncomfortable at times. And, and, and it just comes with the territory. I'm telling you, all of the time as you read the scriptures, you can't find somebody that was used by God that never got uncomfortable. So today I want to talk to us about the detail of our comfort zone. It's the detail of our comfort zone. Everyone say comfort zone. So here's my whole message in one sentence for those online, for those here in person, for your notes. That my comfort zone is a seemingly small detail that can make a big difference in my life. My comfort zone is a seemingly small detail that can make a big difference in my life. Now, this is important that we get this. Because again, you can't really be used by God if you're never willing to leave your comfort zone. And, and, and so we want to dive into that today. So today I want to take us to the second book of the Bible. It's the book of Exodus. I want to read about a popular man in Scripture, and his name is Moses. Everybody say Moses. Moses is an incredible leader. And today I want to look at how he got called into being pushed out of his comfort zone and in to everything that God had for him. Now, you need to know this about the book of Exodus. Um, you need to know this. It's kind of split in two. You could split it in two. One part is, is the Israelites being led out of captivity. And the other part is, is the aftermath. It's God establishing a covenant, a relational covenant between himself and his people and how they should act and how they should worship him. And so I want to go there right now, Exodus chapter 3. Bible says this, 10 verses for us. It says, now Moses was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law. Pause right here. Why is he doing that? I'm going to give you the Isaiah board version. He killed a dude, and then he bounced, okay? That's how he got to be in this place. He killed a guy, and then he bounced. That's what I would do, but I'm not a killer. Okay, anyway, he killed a dude, and he bounced. And <laughs> it says that he was tending the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the far side of the wilderness. It says this, and he came to Horeb, the mountain of God. There, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from within a bush. Moses saw that though the bush was on fire, it did not burn up. So many of us know this story. He says, this is crazy. So he thought, I'll go over and I'll see this strange sight. He's a lot different than me because if I see that, I'm actually going the other way. Like, I'm not going to it. Moses does. Good thing he does. But he says, I'm going to see why this, this doesn't burn up. When the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him from within the bush. Moses, Moses, I want to pause right here and just say this. It's incredible to me how sometimes we feel so lost. We feel so distanced from God, but God knows where you are. Moses is on the backside of a desert tending a flock that's not even his, and so he's probably in a you know, very humble state uh, of living, but God still knows who he is, and he knows him by name. Can I encourage you, if you have something that's just bugging you, if you have an issue or a problem, if, you, if you're stuck in a place today where you're just like, man, I, I don't even know where I'm at, and I, I don't know why life is doing this, can I just say God knows who you are? Some of you, you don't even need anything. All you need to know today is that God cares about you. And he knows who you are. All right. I'm preaching before I'm trying to preach. Okay. Here it is. So, so Moses, right? He says, Moses. Moses said, here I am. 
Do not come any closer, God said. Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Everybody say holy ground. Then he said, I'm the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. At this, Moses hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. The Lord said, I have indeed seen. Everybody say seen. Uh, he said, I have seen the misery of my people in Egypt. I have heard. Everyone say heard. Heard them crying out because of their slave drivers. And I'm concerned. Everybody say concerned. He said, I'm concerned about their suffering. Pause right here. It's here, family, that we learn something seriously awesome and important about God. God is different from us, but God is not distant from us. You need to be encouraged today that God is different than us. In other words, he can do more than you and I can do. He can see farther than we can see. He has, he has power that we just don't have. But he's not distant from us. I want you to see this. The Israelites were in slavery. They were in captivity. They were being treated wrongly. It was not a good situation. But God said, I have seen, I have heard, and I'm concerned. Someone needs to know today that God sees you, he hears you, and he's concerned about you. Somebody needs to just build up their faith a little bit and know that even though you may feel like nobody else sees you, God sees you. God hears you, and God's concerned about you. Okay, I'm doing it again. Well, I'm preaching before I preach. All right. So he says, but I'm concerned. And God says this. He says, so I've come down to rescue them from the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of that land into a good and spacious land. It's a land that's flowing with milk and honey, the home of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, yeah, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. That's a lot. Um, so he says this. God says this, now Go. God says, now, go. Yeah, there he is. He says, go. This, highlighted this because this is him being pushed out of his comfort zone. God says, I have a mission for you, Moses. I got something for you to do, and now you need to go. So I'm sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. So here in the next few minutes we have together, here's what I want to do. I want to give you three things I believe happen when we move out of our comfort zone. Three things that I believe happen. Here it is. The first one is you have a perspective shift. When we move out of our comfort zone, we have a perspective shift. Now, you got to understand this. Moses, at this time in his life, is, is like 80 years old, we believe. By, by way of study, we believe he's like 80 years old. So I'm sure he's not thinking that his best days are ahead of him and that he has this whole long life ahead of him. But herein, God comes to him and gives him this mission, and, and he's going to figure out uh, something really important about his life and what he was called to do. I need you to understand this, that Moses was leading sheep, but God was training him in leading sheep to lead people. One day, Moses would lead people and become a great leader that we now know him to be. But at the time, he started off by leading sheep. It's the same thing that God did with, with, Mo, uh, with, with David. David was just tending sheep and leading sheep. But one day, God would have him tending and leading people. So I want you to just see this, and maybe you can write this. There's not a slot in your notes for it. But God never wastes experiences. Can I hear an amen? In other words, what you're in right now, the, the, the season that you're in, everything is always preparation with God. And Moses was, he, he had gotten comfortable. But his comfortability was really the training ground for where he was going. God was prepping him all along. He had no idea that he was just tending sheep and he was just leading them. But one day he would tend and lead people. God was prepping him all along because God never wastes experiences. And so here's what I want you to see for your notes. When? When stepping out of your comfort zone, a perspective shift happens. When stepping out of your comfort zone, a perspective shift happens. 
In other words, as I begin to step out of my comfort zone, now, if I navigate it well, my perspective should change on where I'm going. Now I look at my comfortability like, oh man, that, that was a place where God was prepping me and getting me ready for wherever I'm, I'm to go for him, whatever I'm to do for him. Oftentimes when we're in a season or a state of uncomfortability, it's easy to just say, okay, God, where are you in this? And, and what are you doing? And God, like, what, what's really happening? But really, I think we should reframe those moments and just say, okay, God, I was comfortable for a season, so what were you trying to teach me now in a place where I'm not as comfortable? Does this make sense to you? In other words, God's always preparing you for what he wants you to do. And, and, and so this happens. When you step out of your comfort zone, there's a perspective shift that should happen. And now no longer am I looking back at everything I've been through, and I'm not really frustrated or annoyed, but now I'm saying to myself, okay, wow, God has really prepped me and got me ready for, for wherever he's taken me, and, and God did this for Moses. You know, so much of our life is, is, um, is built on, like, us moving out of our comfort zone. I remember when I was 18, some of you guys are like, you look 18. No, I'm not 18. But when I was 18, I remember that's the age that my dad said that, that you can drive. And so the reason why I was 18 is because my dad was an uh, Ohio State patrolman. He worked for 30 years in law enforcement. He saw too much on the roads, and he said, you're not, older, you're not mature enough at 16 to drive, so you're going to drive at age 18. And so at 18, I remember he began to teach me how to drive. Now, here's the thing. It's pretty uncomfortable when the popo is your dad, and he's sitting next to you, and he's trying to teach you how to drive. I'm just trying to tell you, I was uncomfortable, okay? I was just like, yo, what, what is this? You know, I, I was seriously uncomfortable. I felt like so much pressure and so much stress when it came time to take my driving test because all of the officers there, they all knew my dad. And I was like, I can't mess this up. Like, this is going to look bad on him. Church, I'm trying to tell you, I was uncomfortable in that moment. But what I realized, riding with my dad, who was a police officer, hello, like even in those moments, what I realized is as I began to drive, I began to actually become more comfortable. Why? Because before I drove, I was comfortable and, and I was watching him navigate the roads or whatever adult in my life navigated the roads. And I didn't even understand that I was picking up so much and I was actually being trained and not even really knowing it. So then I was uncomfortable driving because my dad was the popo who was sitting next to me. And so I was uncomfortable, but then it just began to click because everything I had went through when I was comfortable started to click. So many times in, in your life, you, you might have, like, let's say, like, maybe uh, you go to a new school or, or you start college for the first time. It's uncomfortable. No doubt there's some part of it that you're like, man, this is awesome. But nevertheless, there's some parts of it that you're like, man, I don't even know. But what you begin to notice, there's a perspective shift that happens. Everything in your schooling leading up to college has led you to a place to where you are ready for that next Season. So much of our life is moving out of our comfort zone, but sometimes we get so stuck in the uncomfortability that we don't realize we've been being prepped and trained all along. When you go to a new job, you may feel like, man, I'm, I'm way out of my comfort zone with this one, and I'm still trying to figure out the ropes and figure out how to do this thing. But I guarantee you, if you shift your perspective just a little bit, you'll realize that something in your past, maybe a few things in your past have prepped you for where you are. In other words, let me give it to you like this. God never wastes experiences. So if you're sitting here today and you're saying, you know what, I'm uncomfortable. I'm in a place where I just don't know what's happening. You just need to know that's because you're being prepped. That's because you've been prepped already to get to this point, and God's going to continue to use you. So instead of just, just instead of throwing in the towel or giving up, just know that God sees you, and he's with you. Is this making sense to you, church, today? 
God is with you even through all of that. It's awesome. I have a seven-year-old son. His name is Nehemiah, and he's amazing. And so uh, right now, I know he's chilling. I know he's comfortable. I give him everything that he wants. It's too much. It's a problem. I know, and seeing therapy for But I just love my boy. You know, I want him to, to, to just be, um, just have a good life. And so, but what I know is going to happen at some point, he's going to have a that perspective shift. Some point, he's going to get uncomfortable uh, as he gets older. But I hope that he realizes all along in his whole life what I've been doing, what he and my wife have been doing. We've been prepping him for those moments. In other words, what I'm just trying to say is you're perfectly qualified to be where you are. God knows what he's doing. Moses didn't feel like he was prepped and ready, but God's like, no, listen, like that season, we believe that Moses was tending the flock of his, his father-in-law for about 40 years. It's a long training period. I think here in the States, it's like, what, 90 days and then you get benefits or something? Like, like, but he had 40 years. So all along, God was prepping him and training him. And God was going to show him, listen, you're ready and you're the man for the job. This is what happens when we step out of our comfort zone. We have a perspective shift. Second thing that happens is you get closer to God. Yeah, you, you, you get closer to God. The two verses that follow the, the, the first 10 that, that I read to start say this, but Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the Israelites out of Egypt? And God said, look at these five words, I will be with you. And these five words, what God does is he promises his presence. And he says, guess what? I will be with you. And as you begin to read the story and you read how Moses goes about doing his thing, God is with him. God speaks to him and God shows him what he needs him to do. And God guides him step by step. God is true to his word. He says, I will be with you. Somebody needs to just catch this today and just know that God is with you. It doesn't always feel like it. Maybe I don't always know it. Maybe I always, I always just don't perceive it. Maybe I'm not living up to where I need to live to. But you need to know this. God is with you you. His presence is, is with you. So here's, here's the deal. Getting out of your comfort zone, man, getting pushed out of your comfort zone will push us closer to God. This is true. Getting pushed out of our comfort zone will push us closer to God. If we navigate it well, we'll get pushed out of our comfort zone. We'll be uncomfortable, but it'll push us right where we need to be. It's been so many times in my life where Maybe somebody's let me down, or maybe I'm dealing with loss, or maybe, I'm, uh, maybe I feel like people talk bad about me, anything. Some, something in life is kind of just like, it's, it's messed with me. And no doubt you have those situations as well. But I realized something about those moments. Those moments, if you navigate them well, they will push us closer to God. Here's what I mean. I mean that you begin to pray different. Anybody been through something and then your prayers started changing? Like you just, there it is. Yes. You start just getting, there's just like a weird like tenacity, a weird like grit because now you're expecting God to do something. Now you want him to do something. Your prayers are not just surface level. Now you're going deep because you really need something with God. But what I want you to do is look up and realize you're close to him. I like to say it this way. Different seasons bring different sensitivities. Sometimes you're more sensitive to God than other times. And I think those come on purpose to push us closer to God. When, when you're in those moments, sometimes you worship deeper than like you've ever have. Sometimes you're like really worried about how you sound, but you get in a place where you're uncomfortable, you get desperate enough, you just begin to sing and you don't care because you need something from God. So many of us have been in situations 
like that. Sometimes during the message, we tune it out and we just let it go. But when you're really desperate and you're really at a place where you really need something from God, now you're all ears. Now when you come to God's word, it's like everywhere leaps off of the pages and begins to speak to you. And so what I want you to do is reframe any uncomfortable moments that you have and just know it's pushing you closer to God. Anybody know what I'm talking about today? It'll push you. If you let it, it'll push you closer to God. Moses had an amazing relationship with Jesus where he was close to God. It wasn't Jesus. It was God. If theological. Okay. Anyway, it was close to God. He heard God's voice. So many of us, we whine and we complain and we, we don't like certain situations. God's just saying, no, no, I'm using this to push you closer to me. Matter of fact, right now, some of you probably need to text an ex of yours and say, hey, I'm at church. Thank you, because you made me uncomfortable, but it made me desperate enough to get in God's presence, and now I'm at church, and now I love Jesus. Okay, you don't have to do that, but I'm just saying, like, like some of us, like, now we need to think about anybody that's ever wronged us, anybody that's ever hurt us, and now we just need to say, okay, God, thank you for that, because they made me uncomfortable, which pushed me closer to you. Are you hearing me, church? This is the reason why we have to stay stay in God's house, man, and stay close to him. Some of us, you know what I'm talking about. Had it not been for life circumstances and situations, you may not be as close to God as possible, but you had to go through it to be close. Sure, Moses didn't want to do everything that he had to do, but he had to do it. He had to be close with God. He had to hear God's voice, and he had to do what God had said. This is what happens when we begin to move outside of our comfort zone. Here's the third thing. Let me give you this. You realize it wasn't just about you. You realize that it just wasn't about you. When you read this passage of Scripture, when you read, and I need you to go home and and read this, this this whole story is, is amazing. It'll come alive for you. You're reading it, and you're really focused on Moses, but the reality is God was dealing with Moses, but God was really trying to get everybody else behind Moses free. You see, there were several hundred thousand Israelites that needed to be free. And while the story is between Moses and God, it's really about the other people that God needed pulled out of captivity. And so what you realize when you step out of your comfort zone, if you have the right perspective shift, and if you get close enough to God, what you're going to realize is that it was never really about you. It's about somebody else. I need you to read this. Exodus chapter 14, verse 21. Here it is. So Moses goes through all this, and you got to read it to fill yourself in. But this is the culmination of something big that God does through Moses. It says, then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. This is the Red Sea. This is that famous, like, moment in Prince of Egypt and all those other movies. Like, this is a big moment. And all that night, the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind and turned it into dry land. The waters were divided, and the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on their right and on their left. It was never really just about Moses. It was about the Israelite people. you got to see that there are two miracles that happen. One, the water stands up, and it paves a way for them to walk through. Two, it's dry ground. It's not sludgy and slushy ground. It's not mud in the middle. It's dry ground. This is the miracle that God performs through Moses, but it was about getting all of them free. Several hundred thousand, some people say like 1.5 million people were able to be free because one man said, I'll get uncomfortable. So now let me put it in your lap. If you started stepping out of your comfort zone, who might you affect? Generations, church, were changed because Moses got uncomfortable. 
Generations which can you imagine just let's throw ourselves in the story. Can you imagine being like old enough to understand and see what's going on and being a person that goes through the, the, the Red Sea on dry? Could you imagine? What kind of impact would that make on your life for generations? I mean, you tell your grandkids about it. You tell your kids about it. You'd be like, yo, I was there when God moved the seas. He worked through this guy named Moses. Like, there's so many people. They may not have all even known who Moses was, but they went through, and it's because one man decided to get uncomfortable. So who in your world, if you start getting uncomfortable today, can you affect? And can you change? And can you have a positive impact on? Because it's never really just about you. It's easy. I do it myself, too. Our life is about us and, 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 and what we can get and what we can do, what we can achieve. But really what we're doing is we're living a life and people are watching. Even when you don't know it, even when you don't sense it or feel it, people are watching. And so when you get out of your comfort zone and you allow God to use you, it's not really about you. Sometimes it's about somebody else that needs to see God work through you. And this is what happens in the story of Moses. So, so here it is for your notes. Leaving your comfort zone isn't just for you. Leaving your comfort zone is not just for you. Oh, did it help Moses? Absolutely. But it was about everybody that God needed to save. As you read the scriptures, what you're going to find over and over and over again is that God uses one man or one woman, and, and he uses them to touch and save and deliver and help other people. But it all starts with one man or one woman, and they have to get uncomfortable for God to use them. And then the ripple effect is massive, and it's big. I'll just give you one, just this little guy known as Jesus. You think it was comfortable for him to go to the cross? Like, you think it was, like, cool? Like, you think he wanted to? Yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll let them beat me up and humiliate me and, and, and go to the cross. No. But he did it anyway. And now we are the recipients of his great love. Can I hear a good amen? Because he decided to be uncomfortable. I like to say it like this. God will bother one person to save many people. So you feel bothered by God. You feel like you're pushed in a place where you're uncomfortable. Lift your head up. It might be for a whole line of people behind you. This is what, what he's saying. God will bother, God will mess with one person to save a whole lot of people. When you read the Bible, you get to the story of Jesus, and he's, he's, he's talking to his God, to God, his father, and he's, he's saying, listen, like, if there's any other way to do this, let's do that. But nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And we are the great recipients of that. God will bother one person to save so many more. So I need you to know your life matters and has value and it's not just for you, but it's for somebody else that maybe is coming behind you. It's for somebody else that sees you right now and they're taking notes. It's for somebody that you don't even know is looking at you and they're just trying to see what's going to happen. And if we step out of our comfort zone, we will see what God can do through us. Does this make sense today? So here's how I'm going to end. I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to make a statement. Then I'm going to ask another question and then we're going to go eat. Well, y'all are. But uh, here's the question as we close this morning. How could God use my comfortability in my lack of comfort? In other words, what are you going through right now that you can look back and you can say, you know what? If I'm honest, I don't like where I'm at. I'm not comfortable. But I think God has been prepping me along the way. I think I've been through some things that are going to help me in this time. It's a good exercise for you to do probably every once in a while look back over your life and see where God's taken you and all the things that he's pulled you through and all the promises that he's kept because then you can say, you know what? 
I'm going to make it, and I'm going to be okay. Everyone say, I'm going to make it. Come on, one more time. Say, I'm going to make it. You're going to make it. Because God's he, he's prepping you. He's been training you. You're more fit for the task than you think. You might not think you have the accolades, the achievements, the, 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 all the stuff, but you're going to make it. Why? Because God's been prepping you all along. I know it doesn't feel right, doesn't feel comfortable, but in your season of comfort, God was prepping you, and you're going to make it, and you can do this. Here's the statement. I want you to remember that God is with you. God is with you. When you feel like nobody sees you, you feel like, man, you're in the desert of life. Moses was on the backside of a desert. God knew his name. He was looking, and he said, I got something for you to do. So many people were touched because Moses got uncomfortable. But, but here's the deal. you got to remember, God is with you. I know it doesn't feel like it, Pastor Isaiah. I pray, and it feels like my prayers bounce off the ceiling and come back to I, I, God's with you. Jesus promised this. Jesus said right before ascending, he said this in Matthew 28, and surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. In Espanol, es, estaré con ustedes hasta el fin del mundo. Jesus said this, that I'm with you all. When you don't feel like it, when you don't sense me, when you can't trace where I am, I am with you. You're not going to go anywhere, and I'm not there. I am there. Let your uncomfortability, let your, your, your lack of comfort, let that season push you to get closer to God because he is there. He's ready to work with you. Here's the third thing. If you stepped out of your comfort zone today, who might you end up helping? Remember, this life is not all about you. It's not all about what you can get and what you can do. I know, I do it too. It's hard, man. It's hard, man. We, we want what we can get, what we can do. But the reality is if we start stepping out today, man, who might we be helping as we do that? As we let God take us out of our zone of comfort and to wherever he wants us to go, man, who might we be helping in the process? We might not even know it. God is helping. There may be people in your generation, people in your family tree, people in your family line, three generations from now that are going to be affected because of how you live your life. It's that deep. It's that serious. So let's pray together. Jesus, we thank you for this time we've had today. Lord, I pray that we would, we would master this detail of our comfort zone. It's normal and it's natural to have a comfort zone. We have, that's just how we come into this world. But if you're truly going to use us, God, I believe at some point or another, we're going to have to get out of that comfort zone. But I know that you're there with us, just as you were with Moses and so many other people of the Bible. You are with us. So would you remind us of that today? Help us to have a perspective shift on what we've been through, knowing that it's prepared us for where we are. Help us to know that you're with us. And help us to remember that it's not just about us, that there are people behind us, people around us that are looking. And if we position ourselves rightly, Lord, you'll use us in such a big, such an awesome, such an extraordinary way. Because our life really is not about us. It's about others. So help us in that, I pray. 